Welcome back, everyone, to Merching the West. I'm your host, Eldon Stahl, and we have our uh, special guest today. We're talking in this show about everything dealing with how to be educational activists uh, for freedom. And uh, we have, a, a, like I said, a very special guest. Her name is uh, Gail Ruzika, president of Utah Eagle Forum, and has a, a quite a neat presentation. I was able to see it the other day at a gathering and I was very impressed with it. And I thought, you know, let's, let's bring Gail on and have her give this to, uh, to our members and, and people that are uh, all watching the, um, and listening to Birching the West so they can share this with all people, not only in Utah, but I think in other states, this is a, a similar issue that people are concerned about. And uh, uh, once I think Gail gets into it, I, wanna, I don't wanna blow the uh, surprise, I guess, but some, some of you that may not have, uh, uh, may not know what she's going to talk about, but really good, really good uh, presentation. And um, Gail, I uh, wanted to welcome you to the Birching the West, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get some folks that really are able to, kind of the lights able to turn on on this issue and say, yeah, this is something I want to get involved in. So welcome, Gail. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, I would absolutely hope and, and love to have everybody that could possibly get involved, get involved on this issue. If we don't, we're going to lose because all the big guns are against us. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some of those people that are shocking that are causing the problems and stopping this from going through in other states as well as Utah. Okay, great. So have you run into some, some surprising opponents? Um, not surprising opponents, but, but things that are just shouldn't be happening. I'll share just to, to start with an example. We, besides, we had one of the bills we had this year here in Utah and other states that did the same thing was a bill that said that biological men could not participate in sports with biological women. Uh, whether it was, and in fact, in our bill, it had to do with high school, but obviously there's obvious reasons why, why a biological man should not be competing with a biological woman, and especially in contact sports where women are getting hurt. And so right. this bill seemed reasonable, seemed like who in the world would ever uh, disagree. The bill went through the house without any problem. Everybody was in such agreement, and we were grateful for that. Well, when it got to the Senate, strange things started happening and the, the meeting itself was just so strange. And I, I couldn't figure out what happened. I couldn't figure out even why the, the sponsor of the bill just seemed to pull back and, and uh, it just didn't happen. It, was, it, it died in the Senate in a, just a, a procedural uh, movement and no explanation. And it wasn't until the session was over that uh, the reason hit the, the newspapers, the headline in the Salt Lake Tribune said uh, how the Utah Jazz got involved in the debate over transgender sports bill. And as it turns out, there was a private meeting with the Jazz, with the, the sponsor of the bill and some other legislators where, where the new owner of the Jazz was represented there. And, and he pointed out that he did not want that bill to pass because if that bill passed, then it would affect the uh, tournaments, the NBA tournaments coming here in the future would cost him a lot of money if that tournament didn't come. Mm -hmm. And that tournament, as we've seen happen in other states with sports teams, uh, whatever the issue, um, 
they, they, these big sports teams say, we're going to pull out and go to another state if you do that. So that was what was happening with that bill. And, and nobody even knew it ha- had happened. It was over with and gone. And all because the, it means the new owner of the jazz wouldn't be making the money and getting the attention. And so that in itself was horrifying. So then we, you know, are having another other bill that we've talked about is this bill I'm going to discuss today that has to do with um, uh, the the idea of of mutilating these little children by giving them cross-sex hormones and surgeries and puberty blockers that will forever ruin their bodies. And we've had nothing but trouble. And again, the same thing, that bill in, in committee just fell apart. Uh, there was some unusual moves made, a procedural move that made no sense. They, and they sent it back to rules and that was the end of that. Well, then out comes this article about, you know, we had that Utah Jazz just got a new partner. He's a football player. His last name is Wade. I mean, not football, I mean, basketball player. Last name is Wade. He, he actually bought into the Jazz and said how excited he was to become part of the, of the Jazz team. And he said, he said that the reason he got involved is that he he uh, struck up a friendship with Ryan Smith, the, the owner of the Jazz, and he said, um, and that he was impressed by his support for social justice issues that appealed to Wade. He says that the three-time NBA champ's daughter is is transgender and has spoken out on the on the trans issue, and so here's a quote from Mr. Wade, the foot, the basketball player. He said, we are not running away from the the racial and and social and LBGTQ conversation. I'm committed to do the work. I talk about the LBGTQ community, which everyone knows is important to me. My daughter is part of that community. She says, "I I don't look at this as only a jazz relationship. I look at this as a relationship that is multifaceted, business, basketball, and being able to bring Ryan into my world just as he brought me into his world. And so here, one man with a lot of money, a lot of fame, and one daughter who's transgender is going to control the whole narrative. It's, he's going to control this so that this bill doesn't pass and that thousands of Utah children continue to be mutilated because one man's daughter is transgender. Well, we actually care about his daughter because we don't think these children should be having these issues. So I'm going to explain that if yeah. that's okay with you. Go through this issue and explain exactly what we're talking about. And as you can see, we start out here with this promise to Utah children. And then uh, that's what this is all about. And I'll explain that more in just a bit here. But I'm going to talk about the, uh, oh, great. Now, for some reason, this isn't working and letting this move forward. Um, so I may have to find another way to do this. Um, It won't even let my, it's it stopped this from, I keep getting escape and that doesn't work. So I don't know how to make this work. Uh, I've never had this happen before. Usually you just start the thing up and it starts working. But for some reason it's underneath. Can you, can everybody see that okay? The slide is uh, there. So yeah. I need to figure out how uh, I can't even uh, click on anything. It won't let my computer work at all. So that makes me sad because this this whole thing is in this presentation has to come up in order for me to help you understand and explain. And it has, uh, I, it just, it will not, 
I can't even get to anything on my computer to even start this over because it it's frozen. It's the screen doesn't work because of something that's up here. And um, so I don't know what to are, do about that. Are you able that, to um, just close and reopen the, is it on PowerPoint or? Yeah, it is. And, and the reason, but it won't let me do anything. It won't let me escape. It won't let my, my cursor is, if I could get to my cursor, I could make this work, but my cursor won't come out. Um, what I can do is pause the recording and give you a chance to maybe just reboot the computer. Maybe that'll do the trick if you want. Okay, let me see. Okay, Let's I'll see pause this. All right, we're, so, we're back on. Okay, you know, as, as I'm sure I'll agree, our job as adults is to protect children. Uh, but uh, particularly, particularly those who are vulnerable and our children deserve no less. And we need all of you to be involved to help protect these children. And uh, we're gonna talk about these experimental medical procedures that hurt and sterilize and permanently damage children. And this is not healthcare, even though that's what they try to, try to call this is healthcare. It, it's all about unproven hormonal interventions and surgeries that use children and adolescents as guinea pigs permanently sterilizes them and permanent, permanently mutilate their bodies. This is child abuse, this is not healthcare. This year we had a bill, it was, the bill was, it was House Bill 92 and that was the one I was talking about that uh, got into committee and, and it, it took us almost a whole session to get it out of rules to even get into that committee. And unbeknownst to us, it was all orchestrated to bring that bill out. We had some people there, we had to, because it was a last minute thing, we had to have them on Zoom. We had specialist doctors, the, the best in the nation, but they were on Zoom, not in the room. And the other side, the doctors from the University of Utah, where they do these terrible procedures, were in the room. So they got all the attention, they, all the questions, and our doctors that were on, on Zoom, they just ignored and pretended like they weren't there. It was such one of the most horrible experience I've had in a presentation that we had put so much time in. And, but this bill prohibits the physician or surgeon from performing a transgender procedure on a minor. This bill makes it an unprofessional conduct to perform medically unnecessary puberty inhibition procedures or sex characteristics altering procedures on a minor. That's a very important language that we needed to get this stopped and as we go on through this, you'll see how much of this is happening and, and what was going on. Okay, now this tap is happening again. It won't let me move it. And, and I can't go on any further. So I don't know what you did before, but we may have to do that again because it makes this okay. work. I'm Back sorry. On. But this particular bill, and, and as, as I said, it was House Bill 92. It's now in an interim study and we'll have a new number. But the... the um, pointed out that the attempted sex change means attempts and efforts to change the individual's body to present that the individual is that of the sex or gender that is different from the individual's sex at birth. And, and it has the definition in their bill that said biological sex at birth means an individual sex being male or female according to distinct reproductive roles. And it goes on with those, that kind of language, an outstanding, excellent bill should have passed, but instead games were played uh, false accusations were made against the, the sponsor, who is a wonderful, amazing man. They made it bad. And then afterwards they said, oh, we misunderstood. Gee, we're sorry we said those things about you. That's how horrible this was. But as you can see, uh, finding out what was behind this with the Utah Jazz and the governor and others is what caused this to happen. And now it won't work again. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, 
we from there that bill went back to um, to rules, and the rest of this presentation is what walks you through exactly what all these things are that happen to these children, what what the procedures are that they do to these children, things like puberty blockers. Now think about it, puberty blockers. Why would anybody think that was a good idea? I'm sure all of us on this today here have been through puberty. Uh, you know, you can usually go into a room of adults and look around the room and know that everybody in that room has gone through puberty. But now that somebody came up with this crazy idea about five years ago, that what we're going to do for these little children who are uh, questioning, and we're, we're talking about children as young as, as uh, nine and 10 years old, we did that just before they're going into puberty, that we're going to now uh, give them, uh, usually it's called Lupron. Lupron is so dangerous. You should look that up. I don't have the slide here to tell you some of the things that's wrong with Lupron, but it's used uh, for cancer uh, in men. Uh, it, if the, these men talk about how horrible, how horrible this, this procedure is and how much they suffer. But we're giving this to little nine, 10, 12 year old children and, and uh, we are stopping puberty. Un unbelievable. It's so unhealthy because puberty is more than just, you know, a little, make a little girl turning into a little boy and a little boy turning into a little girl. You know, it, the puberty is, it has to do with uh, their brain functions. It has to do with uh, the heart development. It is what makes us become adults. Our body become adult bodies. And after we go through puberty, then a, a, a little boy becomes a man, a little girl becomes a woman. And it is so important. And yet hundreds of children here in the state of Utah go up to the University of Utah where they put them on puberty blockers. Oh, they say, it's just a pause. We're just giving these children a chance to think this through. We, you know, if they don't go through puberty, then, then they can change you know, at any time that they want. And so we, don't, we need to get the puberty started just incredibly and unbelievable things that were, that were that they're doing then the other thing after they put them on puberty blockers then as time passes uh and they've they've slowed down the puberty and they know they've got it stopped then the next thing they do is cross sex hormones that means that they're giving the little girls uh testosterone now we know a lot about what's happening with testosterone in the state of utah and, and in other states because testosterone is a controlled substance and because it is a controlled substance, they have to report uh, you know, all the doses, all the uses, uses of testosterone. And in, in Utah, the way it's reported is by age and what, what, and what the purpose is. So we know, for instance, last year in 2020, that there were 663 children under the age of 18. These are girls that were given testosterone for the purpose of... Uh, of this very thing, of just of just changing. You know, they put them on the blockers. Now they they're giving them testosterone so that the little girls will not ever make estrogen. Their bodies won't make estrogen. Instead, they're just going to have testosterone. Now that testosterone, of course, is changing them drastically. It'll change uh, everything about them. They're they're. Uh, the, the shape of their face, they will, they'll begin to square off more. Their shoulders start to square off. Their voices deepen. That's, and that doesn't, they can't fix that. If they take them off of the testosterone, the voice doesn't go back. The voice stays deep and they stay, stay they, these girls spend the rest of their life sounding just like a man. They get an Adam's apple and they just, and most of them gain about 50 pounds. Now in, in 2019, they had 553 uh, girls under age 18 
uh, start on testosterone. And if you go back, clear back to, to 2015, when they started reporting this, there was only five, five girls given testosterone. It's gone in, in six years time, it's gone up over 10,000% of these children, these girls getting testosterone. Now we don't know about the estrogen with the boys because it's not controlled substance. So they don't report it, but we know it's gotta be significant. Boys, boys are getting, going through puberty blockers. Uh, boys are also uh, getting the estrogen. So if you add even just half that there, you're up to a thousand. That doesn't include the ones on puberty blockers that haven't started across sex hormones yet. So it'd be easy to say that right now in the state of Utah, that probably 1500 children a year are, are going through this process. And then there's, there's the surgery. Um, now the University of Utah uh, was, was the doctors from there was at this, this committee hearing was talking about. And at that committee hearing, uh, the lead doctor up there, this, this woman doctor, she said, oh, we don't do the surgeries. And she insisted that they didn't do the surgeries there at the University of Utah. She didn't say we didn't do surgeries in Utah, but at the university, they didn't. So I quickly text one of the, the legislators and ask him if he'd please ask her uh, about mastectomies on little girls. And she cha kept changing the subject and trying to say things that had nothing to do with his questions. But thank goodness he continued to pursue until he just you know, insisted that she answer, are you doing mastectomies on little girls at the University of Utah? And she finally had to admit, yeah, we are doing some, some, some. Now think about that. By the time a little girl turns 12, year old, 12 years old, she wants that mastectomy. She wants to still continue to go swimming with the boys and swimming trunks and things. And so that's when they start doing these mastectomies cutting off healthy body parts at an age when, you know, the, the children's brain hasn't even begun to develop at this point. And they're convincing parents that the child's gonna commit suicide if they don't do this. And now's the time to do it while she's young and, uh, and doesn't have to, uh, you know, wait and, and then it'll be too late. She'll start to develop and she, she needs to get done these cross sex hormones early. And so they do that. They actually cut off her healthy breasts. It's just appalling. And uh, I, I can't show you the slides, but I have on, on these slides, the actual, uh, uh, you know, website from the University of Utah showing you all the things that they offer there and what's called the GEMS Clinic. The GEMS clinic is the uh, gender clinic for adolescents. And it walks through the process of like, you know, when you go up there, what's gonna happen on the first uh, appointment and, and they're gonna talk to you about it and examine you and things. Second appointment, uh, they'll get you all ready to start this. And, and actually at why the second appointment, they will, they will start the puberty blockers. And by the third appointment, you are on the cross-sex hormones. And then within 12 months, they is when they were doing the mastectomies on these girls. The other, the other surgeries, it appears that at the U University of Utah, that they wait on those until they're 18. Now, when I say the other surgeries, they, they usually describe it by top and bottom surgery. So you can figure that out. They do surgeries that re, they, they cut off the boy body parts and, and, and give the boy a, 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 as best they can, a rigged up uh, new body parts, uh, cutting off body parts that can never be replaced. And you know, the interesting thing about this is, is now that it's been happening long enough, because it's fairly new. 
now they're now people are starting to come back and realize what a terrible mistake they made realize as a child they were they were led to this and not not even given the benefit of knowing that they were a child and uh, so it was it's, it's pretty tragic and now they can't do anything about it there's horror stories out there and we i've interviewed some of them and even have uh, you know other filming from some of these people who have who've gone through this and have tried to to make it to change, try to go back, try to redo the surgeries. The surgeries are so horrible and lots of bleeding and lots of pain. And then when they do go back and do the reconstruction, nothing ever works again. Does never, it never works again. We have a man who came, who was testifying at our hearing about his situation. Now he was an adult who made the decision but he's out there working, trying to stop them from doing this to children because he knows how, how he feels about what he did. And he doesn't think any child should go through this. And he said, what if he, his parents had made the decision for him as a child to do this? And he just can't even imagine, but he, his story is so horrible. He had all the surgeries. He's on all the, the uh, he was trying to become a girl, a woman. So he was on all the estrogen and, uh, then into six years into that, he changed his mind. He said every time he looked in the mirror, what he actually saw was a man. He never did look in the mirror and see a woman, even though he'd gone through all the surgeries and 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 uh, some plastic surgeries and all kinds of stuff. And it was on estrogen. He always saw a man. And so when he when he changed, when he went back to what he was, you know, to being a man, all the horror stories, the pain, and all of the nasty. Uh, reconstruction he went through but guess what the body parts that they tried to reconstruct for him didn't work they were just uh cosmetic they didn't work um he has he's married he's got a wonderful wife who, who loves him anyway but he does he he doesn't have men body parts that work at all and when he tells that story people in the room are horrified and yet they still will not do anything to protect the children this has to stop. These ha the, what the the healthcare for the children is horrendous. They're calling this healthcare. It is not healthcare. And as you look at all of the various uh, procedures they go through, for instance, one boy, uh, he he was on the puberty blockers, and then uh, and then the cross sex hormones. And so by the time he was seventeen, he began to change his mind. And he said, no, he, he, you know, he hadn't had any surgery yet, but he had gone through all this other stuff. Well, guess what? His body parts didn't work. He, he right. was 17 years old and had the boy body parts of a nine-year-old. And that's how it's going to stay for him. All those years of puberty can't be, you can't bring them back. So he has nine-year-old body parts that, uh, uh, that their boy body parts, but they will never function as a man. He will never function as a man. And we're cute. We continue to do this. You know, one of the things that's, that's really interesting about all this is the, the, is the persistence on this. According to the DSM-5, which is, you know, the other size, which you want to say is uh, Bible. It's, it's the American psychology, uh, uh, association it's their bible the dsm-5 look it up if you look at the dsm-5 i think it's about page 455 but in there it says right coming from the most liberal organization out there on these issues it says that if you leave these children alone and don't 
do any chemicals on them, don't do any surgery on them, that uh, as for the, for the girls up to 88% will change their mind. 88%, you know, if the parents just let them, uh, the girls dress up like boys and say they're boys and act like boys, but don't do anything to their bodies that permanently damage them, up to 88% will change their mind. For the boys, if they, the same with the boys, if they do not give them uh, estro estrogen and do not, uh, the important thing is not to stop puberty, uh, that 97.8%, up to 97.8% of those boys will change their mind. Now think about that. What are we doing? Are we crazy? Why is this not a slam dunk? Why are we not just getting these bills in every state? And, and there's several states are trying to pass them. Uh, and, uh, and we've had a, one state pass them. We've got one state uh, just passed the, the sports bill and one other state that passed the, making it illegal for the puberty blockers and, um, and all these other things I'm talking about. But they're all going through the same thing in every state with the sports teams, also with, with the uh, Chamber of Commerce. They're saying it's going to affect the businesses. In our state, our, our governor doesn't want anything that would in any way affect businesses coming here. And then, of course, the next thing we have to worry about is the, uh, the Olympics. Uh, again, all of this tragedy uh, that just breaks your heart. And we, this, should, this should be a slam dunk. All we are saying is we want to pass this bill. We want to pass a bill that says parents cannot take their children to any of these clinics up to the University of Utah, wherever, and, and present them for puberty blockers and for surgery and for cross-sex hormones. And, some, and often we hear, well, what about parental rights? Well, we are big believers in parental rights. I know you guys are too. We're big believers in parental rights. But there are some things that parents just can't give permission for their children to do. Parents can't give permission for their children to drink or use drugs or view pornography. Um, all of these right. things, parents are supposed to protect their children. It's about protecting children. And we believe in parental rights and we work hard to protect parental rights. I've spent my, my whole life practically in this, in this, this realm of, of parental rights. But I believe that parental rights is, is, is also parental responsibility to see that no harm is done to their children. And, and they are buying into this. There's, there's this, all these false rumors about suicide. Right here in the state of Utah, we don't have one single solitary case of suicide that's been reported for this issue only. Not one. There's, there's, there's teenage suicide going on, even in a few rare cases, even younger. But there are, there's all kinds of issues because this whole issue is a mental health issue. This is a dysphoria issue. That's also in the DSM-5. And these children have gender dysphoria. And what we need to be doing is helping them through this dysphoria, looking at the mental health issues. But it's also more than even that. You know what? What we're discovering is that this is a bad, especially with girls. They suddenly went online and they found each other online. And they began to see these groups of girls that were, start, were claiming to be transgender. And then all of, all of a sudden they all had, had friends and groups to do things together and talking about together. That's why we suddenly went we have an epidemic. That's why we went in five years time to 10,000% 10, 10, uh, increase is because all children, girls and boys, but there seems to be a, a momentum right now with the girls. 
of deciding they're transgender. And once they make that decision, they become militant about it. And they start putting terrible pressure on their, their parents. And then the schools join in. Schools are, are actually hiding this from parents. They're telling the teachers, we've had it right here in Utah. I've talked to teachers that have gone through this. They're telling the teachers, now, when you talk to, you know, Sally's uh, parents, you know, you be sure and, and uh, use the correct pronouns uh, and name to the parents. But at school, you call Sally Sam. At school, you, you use he pronouns. But with the parents, you use she pronouns. And, and, and this is honestly going on every day in the schools. So this is all being promoted in the schools. Um, and so what's the driving force? tragedy. Who is, who's sorry. pushing this idea? When I was in school, uh, this would have been something that you would have said, well, this person needs some, uh, uh, some counseling because they are, uh, like you said, they have gender dysphoria. But uh, now it seems like we're supposed to just roll over and play along with people's uh, imaginations. What, what is, uh, what's kind of the driving force behind this increase in, in demand for such, uh, uh, I it's guess euphemistically same, called a service. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing that's out there everywhere. It's the woke movement. And of course the LBGTQ movement is huge now. That, that movement that got very little attention is now controlling. I look at, at the Utah legislature and I see, see their lobbyists up there. They have so much clout. Nobody will tell them no because they, 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 they shame people. They shame them and they say these children are going to commit suicide. I've never seen so much shaming and this, and, and then they give attention, you know, teenage girls love attention. It's just what happens, you know, and, and the drama starts and the attention, attention starts. And if they feel they're not fit, fitting in and think some of the things that dreams don't seem to be coming true, they find each other. And uh, I, I, I had a, a a legislator just told me recently about his daughter who teaches in, in their church and she teaches uh, young women in their church. And in her class, she has 14 young women. Out of those 14 young women, 11 of them claim to be transgender. Now that right there shows you that what this is about. It is about one, one girl saying I am and another girl saying so am I. And it begins to grow and grow. And then they begin to think they have to claim, make these claims to be friends. And then they start threatening their parents with a suicide thing and begging and pleading to go up to the University of Utah for the, these treatments. You know, if we can get this bill passed, right. we're doing parents a favor. We're doing everybody a favor because then the parents can say, gee, I'm sorry, it's not legal here in Utah. But yep. parents don't tell their children no anymore. Have you noticed how that's happened so much? Right. They, they are afraid right. to tell their children no. And so as we as follow this and watched what's happened, we see children just absolutely so damaged, so hurt. And so as, as we went through this legislative session and I was just, I'm there every day, all day long. Uh, it was a, a pretty <laughs> devastating session, but I looked at all the things that we were doing and uh, in the, at this session, it had to do with children. Some of the things were passed, some weren't. We had a good bill that we passed that had to do with protecting children from pornography. We had an unbelievable bill that all of you'd be shocked about because, because we had some great people in the state that discovered that, that uh, the networks that they were using in the schools had pornography on them and that children were on their devices provided by the school through the school networks were, were accessing 
um, pornography, unbelievable things. We discovered that a few years ago and it took us about three or four years to finally get a bill passed to stop that so we could get the pornography out of the schools. There were a lot of parents telling horror stories about their children being exposed to pornography that, and on the school network. So we got that bill passed finally this year. And like I say, another one keep, that has to do with pornography on their devices. And so looking at all the bills that passed and the ones that didn't pass, we had some good bills passed, some bills that uh, we were, were so happy to see pass and, and protect children, but also all the bills that didn't make it through. And, and, and of course the bills that are going on right now, the, the, the movements in the school with this unbelievably crazy uh, walk, walk movement going through. Um, I looked at all those and I began to think about something. I, I had gone to a meeting in January in, in Phoenix uh, with, uh, the, with ADF, that's a, a group of Christian attorneys. And um, Emily Cow uh, uh, from uh, the Heritage Foundation gave a great presentation, and it was a called it was called a promise to America's children. And I was so I, I was excited about it. It was the week of our Utah Eagle Forum convention here in the state of Utah. And I came back and I changed the name of my talk for the convention to a promise to Utah children. And I talked with Emily and uh, told her I was excited about this and I would like to go make some changes to make this be work for Utah. And she uh, agreed. She says, fine, fine, just go with it. And so I started working on that. And that's what I wish I could show you that part today too, because looking at all these bills that we needed to, to get passed for children and, and having to go out and try to reach all these people and get past the the Utah Jazz and the Chamber of Commerce and all these people that are trying every way they can to kill this bill, I realized that we needed to do more than that. We had to pledge, we had to make this pledge, this promise to Utah children. So I began to work on that project and bring other people into the project and get a lot of other groups. And suddenly we've just got groups, my, my uh, every day, my computer fills up with more people saying, uh, add our group, add uh, legislators, add my name, authors to children, books on, for children and things, add my name. They all want to become a promise to Utah children. And so that's, that's what I'm telling all of you today. Get involved in this. Become a part of this promise to Utah children or wherever you live. You know, look at what we're doing and do the same thing in your state because that gives us momentum. And, and it, it makes it hard for the governor. You know, like, Governor, do you disagree with what we're doing? Read, read this promise. This promise points out the things that I've been talking about today. It includes things like protecting children from, from drugs and vaping. I mean, uh, horrible things that are happening to children because of vaping. And, and nobody even knows that they carry around in their pocket these little tiny th things that are this big, uh, vaping and ruining their lungs. So I put in on, on all this, all these kinds of things, uh, that has to do with things we want to protect the children's bodies and their minds. And as I've put this together and, and we, we broke it down in categories, protecting children's bodies, protecting children's minds, protecting parental rights, and, and put that out, nobody turns us down. Everybody's excited about it. When I do these presentations, which I wish you could have seen this one today, you would maybe more understandable. I never get negatives. I don't get people who see, the, see this presentation talking about what they're doing to these children and the need we have, have to protect children that are negative about it, that say, oh, well, this isn't really happening. Of course, my presentation proves to them, shows them the website from the University of Utah 
And then this doctor from the University of Utah who lied to legislators, unheard of. So there's so many things we need to do to protect these children and, and, and for everybody to understand how these procedures harm their, their bodies more than mutilating, it's, it's mutilating them, but it's using them as guinea pigs. Think about that. When did we say it's okay to sterilize children? Is it okay to sterilize children? They cannot do these procedures on these children without sterilizing them. They are forever mutilated and forever ruined. And so if you get involved with this, this process, if you're in Utah, please get involved with us on uh, a promise to Utah children. If you're in other states, do the same thing in your state. Ask us about it. We're happy to come and share what we're doing and ask everybody to get involved because the way we're gonna get these bills passed and protect these children is for every state to start doing it. One little state just can't keep up. They get beat up and then they're gonna get sued and all these various things that happen. But as we build momentum and state after state starts to pass these bills to protect the children, then we can turn things around because I believe with all my heart that God expects us to do this. I believe that our children have come here to earth for a purpose. They've come here to, to well, we all know that they came to multiply and replenish the earth. That's what we all were told to do. Of course, we're taking that away from them. We're taking away from them their, their rights to any of these things. What, on, one, on some of my slides there, there's a story of Penny. Penny was just sure that she was a boy, but she said, actually people started convincing her that she was a boy, things that she was saying and doing, and she began to believe them. And so um, by age 11, she had made that declaration that she was a boy and she started puberty blockers. And, and uh, I think it was by, by age uh, 13, she was on cross-sex hormones. Now she's got testosterone. And, uh, and then at age 15, she had the mastectomy. And suddenly she looked at herself and her body and she realized, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. Poor Penny right now is what, what Penny is doing is she's raising money on, on GoFundMe to try to have reconstructive surgery, to try to somehow put her body back together because insurance won't pay for that. She's on her own. She's now 16 yep. years old and on her, sorry for what happened and on her own. Another one is Sydney. Sydney uh, fortunately didn't have surgery, but she did have the cross-sex hormones and blocking uh, estrogen and putting her on testosterone. And after a year of that, Sydney decided that she, she also was not a boy, that she was a girl. If you see the pictures of Sydney, she's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful girl, long, beautiful blonde hair. You would just be shocked to think that Sydney could ever think that she was a boy. But by the time Sydney decided that, uh, that she really was a girl and wanted to be a girl, um, she'd already gained 50 pounds. Her face had already squared off. She has a very low voice. I, you know, I've got her on video telling her story in her low voice. Um, she's a pretty woman, but... Uh, she can't, she can't fix those things. Her voice will never change. What are we doing to these children? So we need all of you. We got to, we got to save these children. We got to protect these children. And we can only do that by working together. Well, surely this is a, a, gr a great need for being involved uh, to protect children and protect families. Uh, what can people do, Gail, to, uh, to get involved? Is there a website? It, it, 
would you like people to also uh, maybe get this presentation and share it with others? Or uh, wh what would you say? I know we have some he people here from, uh, from other states. I think I saw South Dakota as well. So. Well, I think, yeah, the, for in other states, look to see what's already happening in your state. Check with Eagle Forum there or other organizations and see if, if there's people working on these bills in your states. Um, bring this idea of protecting, you know, like I said, ours is protecting Utah children. Emily's from Heritage was protecting America's children. And so whatever state you're in, take, you can take everything that we have. That I, I have nothing that I have ownership in, including my PowerPoint presentation or anything else that belongs to everybody because we have to take these presentations and go out and use them. Absolutely. If you live in Utah, please contact us in Utah and we will send people into your area to do these presentations and get you involved in every way. That's how we're gonna make this work. We, our governor in, in the state of Utah is, is giving us nothing but grief on this. The, for, the former governor that we, that we just, that just didn't run again, he was with us 100%. And so we, we had the bill, we had, uh, we, we had the governor to sign it. And in the, the first time we tried the bill, the, the actual sponsor of the bill abandoned his own bill it was hard <laughs> he wasn't willing to do the work you got you got to be you got to know when you start doing this people are going to come after you i i right. in, in utah you know we most states have we, we have what is called equality utah here every other state is probably equality whatever in your state and these are the that's the the homosexual groups that are working on this i i've said multiple times i've raised more money for them than i've ever raised for eagle form because they use me to send out constantly, oh, you know, she's up to this again, or Eagle Form's doing this, or Gail's doing this, and they raise a lot of money. And then when the governor joined with me and agreed with me, then they started using the governor to raise money. He was really <laughs> upset. You know, he, he wasn't, what just happens, you know? But that's what happens. You gotta right. be ready to take the bullets. The Black bullets and white pictures come. and eerie music in the background and all that stuff, I suppose. Yep, yep, yeah. it's all the same, but you know what? That's the badge we wear for God because these children must be protected. What kind of a freaky society are we gonna have in another five years if we don't get this stopped? So yeah. we are actually just putting together a website. The website will be up this week. It's, oh, it's uh, the, 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 the new website that has to do with the prom, prom, it's, it's promise, let's see, promise uh, for Utah, no, promise to Utah children dot, com or org either one works promise to utah children talk we're, we're, we're going to have a, a big presentation at the state convention on on saturday so we're getting ready for that and it'll be ready the, the website will be ready for that and then you'll be able to go to that website get all of our information take it into your state if you live in utah you can contact us we need you we need your help if you're in utah you want to come and help us at the convention on saturday we would love it is, this is going to be it's going to be a big thing on Saturday when we do this because it's going to be overwhelming to, the, to our governor and his wife and some of the others. But I am astounded at the support. It's overwhelming. We announced this, you know, just the last few weeks and all of a sudden this last week, it's just blown up. Everybody is saying we agree. What can we do to help? Wow, that's encouraging, isn't it? Uh, it's kind of it's neat. Very to, encouraging. Yeah. And it comes back to this idea. And, and like I said, I felt overwhelmed that God took, put me into that very spot in January to, to start putting together. When we created a mechanism that everybody could join in, 
Who's going to say no to protecting, you know, pro the pro promise to protect the children? And we list it out and they know, they know we're not going to put up with mutilating children. We're not going to put up with children running around with those little vaping cartridges in their pockets and all this kind of stuff that everybody's ignoring. So it, it draws people in from all, you know, whatever interest that you have in protecting children, it draws you in. And that's what we need to do. We need to draw in. I mean, I've even got some liberal people that this is drawn in. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it should be something that a lot of people can, can rally around. You know, it uh, oftentimes it seems like the different issues, as you probably are aware, that depends on how you frame them. And when you ask the question just straight out, should we, we be sterilizing children? Well, no, that seems like a bad idea, but a lot of people probably don't even realize that that's what goes on in these uh, transgender processes, huh? Well, you know, one of the things we found found in, in every state, and I, I, I work with nationally with Eagle Form 2 on the national board, and we're working on, on this issue. They, they're doing such a great job with this issue and on the other states. And we found out that there are three things that we continually say over and over that get people attention. Sterilizing children. Always bring up sterilizing children because it just does. There's no way to put them through these procedures that they're not sterilized. Guinea pigs, using them as guinea pigs. This has never been done before. Giving children Lupron, look up Lupron. Talk about using children as, as guinea pigs. And then mutilating their bodies. What did I just tell you about the 17-year-old boy whose body parts are that of a nine-year-old? Talk about mutilating his body. So we're mutilating bodies. Uh, yeah, nobody wants any of those three things to happen to our children. Yeah, it's something that, of course, the uh, proponents of this are it, about makes it uh, impossible for them to to uh, defend it. Yeah, absolutely. They 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 call it health care for children, and I've written quite a few pieces on why this is not health care. Mutilating, you know, mutilating children's bodies is not is not health care, and and that shuts a lot of it down. Well, uh, Gail, thank you so much for being on it. Uh, you know, this is a, a subject that so many people are just not aware of. They're, uh, it's kind of under the radar, but it's uh, obviously it's becoming more, more and more people are aware of it. And they're saying, hey, we got to take action. What do we do about this? Um, so with that, in, any uh, kind of closing remarks, something to close us out today um, on, on this issue? Just get involved absolutely get involved you never none of you want to meet god not and say that you let this happen i'm sorry it's so awful it's so awful the children in, in any other circumstance we'd be up at the university of utah breaking down the doors and hauling those children out of there that they're sterilizing we would never i mean the, why aren't the police up there why why hasn't the attorney general done something so don't ignore this somebody somebody has to break down the doors and bring the children out and that's got to be all of us. Seems like the building's on fire and we need to take action. Save, save those right. children. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on and everybody as well. Uh, Birching the West and uh, glad that you could all uh, uh, listen or watch. Uh, please share this. If you see this on YouTube, like or subscribe. Uh, comment. If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, make sure if you want to share it with others and uh, 
Uh, you can download. There's a lot of things you can do, but this is an issue that needs to go, as they say, on the internet, viral, right? Uh, share it with others, get involved. Uh, this is a, certainly a winnable thing, but uh, we're going up against uh, some of these big special interests, and uh, but they are very much defeatable, uh, can be defeated. All right, we will catch you next time on Birching the West.